0: Hey, everybody, this is Curtis Lane. You know that this week's episode is brought to you by Hinge. Hinge is the dating app that is designed to be deleted. What you have to do is download the app, find love, and then delete the app. It really is that simple. You may be trying other dating apps, but Hinge allows people to provide feedback on their dates in a way that will let you know maybe if there's a diamond in the rough. Don't take our word for it. Download it today and give it a try. I'm sure you'll find much success. Thank you and have a great day.
1: She won't get married because she's never been in love. Never been. Andy's really hot. And don't get me wrong, you're cute too, but Andy is like cut from Marvel.
0: He's gorgeous. He's like this beautiful face and this incredible body,
1: and I genuinely don't care that he's kind of lame. For a lot of people, love isn't just a slogan. And if he hits you again, you tell me, I'd be forced to knock his teeth out. I
0: don't think that'd be such a good idea. He's big.
1: I'm sorry, it's written into my character to do it, so I do it. What oh, do you mean love? You mean big lightning bolt to the heart where you can't
0: eat and you can't work and you just run off and get married and make babies. Wait, wait, wait! Don't leave! Don't leave! Please! I could use your help. Take this quarter. everybody and welcome back to the nerds and love podcast i'm your host curtis with me as always is dr stephanie circus phd who you can find over at stephanie how are you today steph
1: i'm great how are you
0: i'm great uh i've been working all week and i had a shipment come in that was my friday the 13th blu-ray set and i had to wait to pick it up it was a very painful process. Uh. but i finally picked it up today so i was very happy i put up what i think is like around like a 20 story instagram story on on it for those
1: oh really i have to look that up yeah
0: i definitely I, so, def- I definitely went a little long in explaining the the entire thing but that's okay uh, so did you have to go to
1: the post office is that where it was or yeah
0: because they tried to deliver it and uh it, it got missed so they brought it there which is fine you know you kind All of right. kind of expect it would be the case but
1: so what what's COVID like? I mean, because right now if I go to the post office, I like the post office box. I go at like you know ten at night when there's nobody there. But is it like how's your?
0: Oh, people are pretty dumb, but that's okay. Like,
1: <laughs>
0: I've gotten. Were very... your numbers climbing? Oh, go ahead. Yeah, they are. I've gotten pretty used now to like just telling people like get out of my way. Like, what are you doing? Like, right. I I try to be polite, but sometimes like. Like this guy came up to me the other day and he was walking right towards me and he got like right in my face and then he went to go past me and I literally turned to him and I'm like, Jesus Christ, why can't you use your brain? Like, why do you have to do that? Like, that's scary. Yeah, yeah, it really is. You know, I'm I wear the PPE and I'm sanitizing and washing Mm -hmm. my hands regularly, but you know, still like it's like, why, why invite unnecessary risk? You know, it's just.
1: Right. I mean, when you wear a mask too, you're protecting other people from you. Yeah. You know, it's not, it's not just that you're protecting yourself from other people. Yeah. So. so yeah. It, that I, we went to a home improvement store that I, I won't name. I probably should name cause this is an issue, but, um, but the guy that was helping us with this big item had no mask on. Oh, no. And I was like, "What?" I'm like, "Can you please put your mask on?" Yeah, you, you, know. you should
0: have said it. You should have been like, "Actually, I'm going to go to another store and buy it from somebody who's wearing a mask and then just walk away." Right, 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 <laughs> right. Sorry, I'm going to go buy now. The- now
1: I need. Now I need to go in the store and get a refund and be and you know expose myself more. So that's cool. <laughs>
0: Sorry, I'm going to go to Home Hardware where their employees wear masks. But thanks for the information.
1: <laughs> right, right. I'm like, you have a whole section of masks. You can put one on. It's okay.
0: Yeah, just store use one. So uh-huh.
1: anyways, yeah. So how's the weather your way? It's beautiful today. It is 84 degrees. It probably feels like it's 94, but it's getting a little bit cooler. All the geckos are out on the porch getting their little snacks at night. So everyone's happy. Yep. A lot of wildlife coming out
0: there you go yeah there's some canadian
1: birds showing up hmm?
0: oh the canadian geese
1: yeah they're like it's gonna go cold so we're just gonna come to florida you so.
0: you can keep them i don't want them
1: oh not our can. not so much that we get a few canadian geese but they fly over more and they go a little bit further south but we get like cardinals and robins and all sorts of little guys that oh yeah
0: yeah it's uh just cloudy overcast and like around. It's around like 13 degrees celsius which is around 55 fahrenheit i think so it's pretty cool it's pretty so this good. is the time
1: of year we start tormenting each other about the weather see like you get to torment me over the summer and i get to torment you over the winter
0: see i don't That's even know I, I don't like hot weather so the, the, i don't know if this is torment i actually i kind of dig this weather <laughs> but I, do you like
1: do you like 60 degrees fahrenheit are you good with that
0: yeah 60 is fine
1: okay yeah. Because we
0: get into 60s and 50s. I guess it also comes down to the humidity, too. Oh, yeah, you would hate the humidity. Yeah, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I'll just mind- be more jealous of your weather. See, here's the thing. I don't mind the cloudy weather. Like, the cloudy weather is, mm-hmm. like, you can still do stuff. It's when it gets raining or eventually it gets, like, slushy, mm-hmm. like, sl- mm-hmm. snow and, and uh, rain. That's when it gets kind of insufferable. But uh, aside from yeah, that, it's largely, be. largely okay um but yeah this is not the weather podcast uh this is the- but
1: if you'd like it to be we can always you know let us know we can always add a little
0: well you're doing weather a movie, update, com- so. movie commentary hmm? with us so you know i am
1: i'm gonna watch the joker so we'll see how many nightmares that gives me
0: <laughs> we're gonna see how accurate the movie is from a mental health standpoint so
1: right i just i just told my i like do we have the joker and he's like yeah um okay and i'm like yeah i'm, I'm gonna do a, a thing with kurt and he's like oh, okay <laughs> like, kind of wondering why am i asking to see the joker because he knows it's like not my style of movie at all
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like well you know what uh just gonna you know get, get, get a good laugh and it'll be interesting because i do think that movie tries to portray that it like at least comes across like it. Understands a lot of mental health issues, but I don't think it really does. So, but it'll be interesting what you think of it when we watch it. Yeah, it'll be interesting
1: too, because I, like I mentioned, I have had quite a few patients tell me that um, they recommend I watch it just from the standpoint of lack of accuracy, but also some people are feeling pretty isolated right now. And so that, yeah, they said that kind of plays into it, but it's kind yeah. of the, the way things are
0: nowadays, right? COVID. Yeah, really.
1: So, yeah. But, yeah.
0: But yeah. Um, anyways yeah this is the the dating advice podcast uh this
1: podcast is we think it is we're pretty sure
0: (laughs) where this podcast is not a substitute for mental health treatment um but yeah last we still do our best to help like with brian who says nerds out of all the dating apps which do you recommend uh i think You know there's no really one that's better or worse than the others it really is finding one that works for what you're looking for and when I know that sounds like an evasive answer but it really is true Uh, ultimately you want to find one that kind of works to your strengths you know maybe you're not wanting to write the most extensive profile like maybe you don't want to write paragraphs upon paragraphs about yourself well maybe something like tinder or hinge or bumble would work better but maybe you want to express more about yourself and be more articulate maybe something like okay cupid or plenty of fish is better for you um i think probably the two that are the most popular are hinge and bumble uh so i would try either of those out uh do keep in mind though with bumble you do not message the girls first they message you first so you are forced to wait until a girl initiates a conversation with you, which for some guys can be very hard to grasp slash understand. But I think for others, it's like, yeah, it's fine. It is what it is, you know? So I I, think to learn. Yeah. Hmm? I think if anything, though, like the idea that women message first, I think it's good because I think generally speaking in online dating men are the ones that are a little more aggressive with the messaging. So it's sort of, kind of takes that away from them and it's more Mm -hmm. on women to be showing some more initiative. And again, hopefully you establish more connections that way, you know, rather than somebody who's maybe going to just let the uh, offer expire. So Mm -hmm. I would go with either of those, but what do you think, Steph?
1: I'm so far removed from online dating at this point that I would probably just go with your recommendations, but yeah, I think that there's, it depends on what's a good fit for you. Now I, I would ask you, Kurt, are there, sites that are more or apps that are more for hookups than long-term stuff. Yeah. I think and vice like versa. Tinder
0: for straight relationships is definitely more for hookups. And then there's grinder for, uh, gay men, which is a little bit more towards like, yeah, hookups and whatnot. So either one of those two for hookups is, is pretty. Yeah. And not to say that that's a bad thing or that, you know, that's exclusively what it's for. Um, I know when I was single, there was times I would go and look on those apps and like you would see people who would be like looking for a relationship and you kind of have to, it's like, I think you might be on the wrong app for that, but you know, there's nothing saying you have to follow the crowd in terms of what you're looking for either. Right. So,
1: so they're all for hookups, but some are also for long-term relationships.
0: Yeah. Like it's not like a purely binary, like you join this year Mm -hmm. for hookups. You're, you can kind of mention what you're looking for in your profile, but obviously, There's a lot of people who are there for hooking up, which is... So maybe try one and... Oh, go ahead. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, just try a few. And I wouldn't maybe try all of them, but maybe, like, just choose two or three to try. Don't overwhelm Mm -hmm. yourself. Because once you start trying to, like, do all of them, I think you're either going to overwhelm yourself. Or you're just going to find yourself, like, stretched out too thin. So... Yeah. um, Yeah. I would just pick two or three and stick to that and maybe spend, like... You know, I th- I think I read somewhere that it was, like, try to maybe go on those apps for, like, 30 minutes a day and just try to, like, mm-hmm. match. Like, you have to put some conscious effort into, like, going at the app. You can't really mm-hmm. just sort of just kind of be sitting there waiting for things to happen. you got to be a little proactive, so. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, maybe, like, set aside, like, 30 minutes a day to just kind of go through some matches and see what you can find, so there you go cool and are they all free uh many of them are like freemium so they'll have like a free entry point and then you pay for added benefits like okay yeah i know um when i met the person i'm with now oddly enough it was bugging me because i was on bumble i think it was Mm -hmm. and it told me that i had a match but it wouldn't i like it would just vaguely tell you, and then it was like, "Pay three ninety nine, and we'll tell you who your match is And I was like, "I'm paying three ninety nine, yeah," because I just wanted. Right. And it was just for one day that you could find out. So, like, obviously, you could do it for a longer term and get other stuff. But I just paid the three ninety nine because I was like, I'm really wondering who this match was, and that showed me, and I could message her, and I was like, okay, like, let's let's get chatting. So, um, wait, that was
1: that's with who you're with now?
0: Yeah. So. Oh wow yeah so
1: totally worth the 399 msa
0: i would say so so i would also say too you know don't be afraid to spend a little money like if you see you've got some like people that are matching with you it can like if you have like 20 30 matches pay a little bit and just see them right like then you can kind of get an idea and you can start messaging them it kind of helps when you're maybe feeling overwhelmed or stretched thin on these apps to see, oh, here are people who are genuinely interested in me and just beeline straight to them, right? Where you can uh-huh. just start those conversations compared to like the alternative, which is where you, you like swipe on people and try to like find somebody that like works for you. It's It can be a little more efficient. So that's, that's one thing to consider is you can't always spend a little bit of money. I think you can obviously okay. spend a lot more than that too if you're really fully committed, but I don't know if it's necessarily a uh, requirement
1: and keep in mind that what works for your friends may not work for you. True.
0: And also to maybe um, go on to like Reddit uh, and there's like apps, app specific subreddits like, okay, Cupid mm-hmm. and ask right. them to look over your profile because a lot of times they'll, you know, obviously check the rules of the subreddit, but a lot of times mm-hmm. they'll be okay with that. And they'll be willing to take a look at your profile and give you some feedback. I always find that works best because asking family or friends like they have a bit of a bias in liking you and you know sometimes you know asking people on dates is like kind of hit or miss so asking some neutral third-party people who are just some people on the internet is pretty Mm -hmm. good for getting some pretty impartial advice if you're willing to to take the criticisms as they are so
1: right yeah uh do you want to read heather's email sure heather says i've been talking to this guy he's nice and checks a lot of my boxes but he has a four-year-old son i'm not against kids but i've never dated a single dad before any suggestions on if it's worth sticking around for and if so what's the best way to coexist with this kid heather i would i would look at it more as not so much coexisting but kind of coexisting kind of sounds like you're both kind of in like like separate and he and his son are are, uh, uh, kind of like a group package (laughs) they're like a package deal so there's, I would talk to him about how he sees your interaction with this child. It may be that he's not going to introduce his son to you until you, you guys are serious. Um, So it may be something that you're not really even going to see his son until you guys are in a commitment. If that happens. So I, the best way to coexist with this kid, I would really wonder you know, if when you're going to meet him, because if you've just been talking to him, most single parents kind of hold off a little bit on meeting potential partners because they don't want their kids to get attached to someone. And then that doesn't work out. Hmm. So, but if you're, if you're not against kids, it doesn't, doesn't mean you're for them either. (laughs) So, so you might look at, you know, are you ready to date someone with kids? Are you into kids? Because if he's four, depending on, you know, if, if he has time sharing with, with a former partner, um, it's, you don't really know how much time you're going to be spending with them so it, it helps to like kids um so i would kind of it sounds like you're not totally sold on dating something with kids so i i might rethink it but again you may not see his son for quite a while just because he wants to wait until you're serious so i don't know what do you think yeah i mean you're
0: not a parent well I like, don't pretend to be like that's the big thing like you're mm-hmm. there to date the person and that's it like don't don't overstep your boundaries and think, oh, I am this per- this kid's, like, other parent because you're not, like, and I don't get the impression that you would, but, right. but I think that happens with a lot of people where they start to think of the child and the partner as, like, a bundled thing and it's if they have to, like, take care of it. Like, no, presumably that parent has been taking care of that child for, yeah, four years. Uh, they don't need your help. So don't don't try to intervene and don't try to be that child's parent because he has two parents or she has two parents. Um, You don't you you don't have a role in that and that may change or grow over time, but that's not the case right now. Um, I'm not saying be rude to the kid, but don't go out of your way to create expectations that you're going to be this child's new parent when you're not. You know,
1: but, but neither should should you accept being treated poorly by that child.
0: No, but I also so. I think there's a fine line in terms of like you don't you you know just treat it like almost as if like I don't like probably not a great analogy but just treat it like it's your partner's roommate or something like you are you have no attachment to this kid. this is not your child. this is not yours to necessarily take care of. Again, there's parents in place for that already, and that system's been working for them, presumably. You're not there to work work on in that system. You're there to sort of date that person. And, again, things will change over time, perhaps, but that will come more naturally. Um, so I wouldn't worry too much about stuff like that now. I mean, if you're really fully against kids in, like, a fundamental level, yeah, this is probably not going to work. But also consider that this is still pretty early in your relationship. So, <laughs> I mean things will probably change over time if that's what you both want but for now i wouldn't focus on it like just let the kid have his two parents and you're just basically dating one of those parents and you know like try not to go out of your way because i think there there is such a thing as like overly committing yourself to uh, a partner's child and trying to like you know, be that child's other parent, and it can really backfire badly. So I would just be careful that you're not doing that. And the best way to do that is just go with things at a realistic pace, you know, and just take your time. There's no rush. There's no rush to beat the child either. I don't know if you've met the child yet or not, but there's no rush. Like, take your time. But
1: I, And I'd also say to yeah, you know, step parent is I've been a step parent, and it, it's a hard job. Um, but I think the thing that that makes a difference is, do you both view parenting similarly? Like, does he parent in a style that you agree with? Like, there's different styles of parenting. There's like the laissez-faire, which is you kind of like let, let kids make more of their own decisions. There's the assertive form of parenting, which is you're kind of like the CEO of your family and the kid's like an employee. And then there's the authoritative style of parenting, which is kids should like, an example would be like kids should be seen and not heard. Uh, where kids fit into like this kind of structure. And if kids go outside that structure, um, then it's not okay. That's the, that's the authoritarian version. So it really depends, I think, on, on how you feel he treats his son. I think you're going to know a lot about that. And it might be that you get pretty attached to his son too. I mean, 4 year are pretty cool. So, um, you know, I would just ask him, you know, what, what do you need? And i just be saying, you know, I've never dated a single parent before. And I'm wondering, is there anything I need to know? Or is there anything that would be helpful you know, how can I be helpful to you in making that transition, you know, to us dating or, so just ask. Yeah. And there are going to be times that you might be on a date and he needs to leave the date because there's been an emergency Uh, or keep in mind that, you know, he's, that the kid's always going to be his first priority. And if you're cool with that, then, then you're cool with it. So, but if it might be an issue, he might want to think about reconsidering, but again, you're just talking, so. But I think it's really good you're asking because it does have the potential for creating, you know, dating situations that you have not run into before. So I think that's great you're asking.
0: Mm -hmm. All right. Next email is from Tom. Tom says, nurse, I've been interested in this girl for over two years, but she's been in and out of relationships and it never felt like the right time. My plan was to ask her out to be my date for a wedding coming up. But I was... Talking to a mutual acquaintance, and he said that they were already dating, so I didn't bother. Ends up they weren't, but he sidelined me and asked her out. Now they are seemingly happy, but I know he lied to me. I'm wanting to tell her about it, uh, about how it all went down, but I don't want to come across badly. Thoughts, Tom? Well, Tom, you honestly just Mr. Chance. There's, I don't think there's really much you can do here. I mean maybe wait to see if they ever, you know, don't work out. And if you're not with somebody, then sure. But realistically, I mean, yeah, the semantics of you getting fooled, sure. Like, that's not cool. he shouldn't have done that. But alas, they're together now, and it sucks for you, but they're together. And, you know, you can go bad-talking him, but I don't know, A, if it's going to make a big difference, or B, if she's even going to care. So I would right. say just just leave it be. I mean, it's not worth uh, putting yourself out to be the villain of like trash talking this guy. Cause I don't, despite of whatever the facts may be, I think it would come across badly for you when you go to her <laughs> and start trash talking her current boyfriend.
1: Yeah, that's not going to make her leave him for you. No. I mean, you have to figure out what's your end game here. And if it's to get her to go out with you, then I would just let that go. Yeah. Um, right. And yeah, it's not right what he did, but it happens. Yeah. Uh, So I would maybe start, you know, looking for someone else that might be able to go with you to the wedding. Yeah. And I would also
0: in the future, maybe just keep these things to yourself. Like, you know, it it sounds like, you know, you put your your interest out there and he knew that he was interested in her. So obviously, you know, to make it less competitive for him, he's just basically, you know, fooled you. Uh, again, it's not cool, but maybe, you know, you got to be careful who you tell these things to, too, right? I mean, obviously, you're not going to know with everybody if that's going to be necessarily the case. But in a scenario like this, like, yeah, he definitely played you for his advantage, and there's nothing much you can do. Um, but uh, keep an eye out, you know, if you're still single and they end up breaking up, you know, and there's an opportunity, sure, go for it. Uh, but I, you know, I wouldn't maybe wait around for that and I wouldn't expect that it's going to happen anytime soon. So,
1: yeah, I, I mean, like, like Kurt said, don't, I'll oh, go ahead.
0: I was going to say, just, it's, I think it's good to just move on and mm-hmm. just keep it in the back of your mind. If something ever pops up in the future, sure. Go for it. But that's about it.
1: And like Kurt said, yeah, if you tell her about this, it's not like it's, it's going to go over well. People are going to consider the source. Um, mm-hmm. and it's, it's just going to make you look bitter. So and just skip that part. If he, and, you know, if he's not a good guy, which it sounds like that's, you know, that's in question if he's a good guy or not, if he did this, yeah. she's going to find out eventually anyway.
0: And I even question really, like, I mean, not, you know, not to, like, defend what the guy did, but, like, if you're interested in somebody and somebody else is in the same room being like, I like this person, I used to ask him out, like, self-preservation in some ways takes, takes place and then you go... Like maybe I should just tell this guy that I'm, you know. Like I think you sort of walked sort of into the trap yourself. And I mean, uh, you know. Well, I will I mean, say
1: if this person if this person has bad intentions, he may have portrayed himself to be very trustworthy. And you know, and and like I work for, with survivors of narcissistic abuse. narcissists, I'm not saying this guy's a narcissist because I have no idea. But narcissists will will do things that make them appear very very trustworthy, and people that otherwise kind of hold their cards close to the vest you know they'll start talking to people about it so it, it yeah part of it is like make sure you've built up the level of trust but my guess is you didn't see this comment that he would do this so maybe in seven mutual queens you share that stuff when they get to be more of a trustworthy friend
0: yeah and it's again it's unfortunate but i think there's nothing really much you can do here like it's just time to time to move on and uh, mm-hmm. again, who knows what the future holds, right? Maybe in some months or years down the road, she breaks up with him and says, "Hey, you know, you want to hang out or something?" And you know, things things can find a way to work out either way, right? But right. the best and, and once again, yeah. it's just not the
1: right time. So. Yeah, yeah.
0: The best thing you can do is just not be waiting around or expecting things are going to change or happen. Just mm-hmm. focus on yourself and move on, and just see what happens down the road.
1: Because because what happens if you tell her? Hey, he did this thing. You're either not going to be believed. Yeah. She's going to get irritated with you. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, you're, you're going to, again, look bitter. So, I mean, you're not going to gain anything from telling her. No. You may want to feel some sense of justice, but even that's not going to give you that sense of justice.
0: No, definitely not. So.
1: Especially when she says, I don't believe you. Yeah. So.
0: And here's the thing I, I, if you're, you know, maybe thinking like, oh, well, you guys don't know, like, you know, it, it it's gonna come across like a he said he said kind of situation you mm-hmm. know what i mean like it's it's going to come across like he's saying one thing he's saying another thing and who do you think she's going to side with this guy who's maybe friendly and maybe has intentions for her but has not done anything or the guy that she's dating right mm-hmm. and like realistically yeah there's maybe a possibility she might side with you but there's very low chance of that i would say I'm not trying to like say that as an insult but It's just true like there's just not a good chance that she's going to say oh yeah you know definitely i'm going to believe this other guy like not Mm -hmm. not particularly
1: so well and and like you said you don't want to come across badly the best way to do that is live your best life independent of her and you know move on meet somebody else to take to the wedding even if you don't meet somebody to go to the wedding have a good time and you know
0: if uh down the road uh you know things maybe change you can explain to her like hey you know i wanted to say something but you know you were with him and Mm -hmm. you could always tell her down the road but you know feel the audience you know read the room as they say Mm -hmm. so Mm
1: -hmm.
0: okay uh want to read julie's email
1: sure julie says i'm a senior in high school and i'll be graduating in june my mom and dad wanted me to get into a good school i've been applying at many and expect to get a few offers I've had a boyfriend for the past two years. He's a great guy, but he's wanting to be a cop in our town, whereas I'm moving forward with my life. My parents have suggested I move to my university in July and both get a lay of the land, but also meet new friends. My boyfriend has choked. He wanted us to go on a road trip. I don't want to bring things off with him as we are still in this town for less than a year. Would it be terrible if I dumped him and moved in July? Julie, no, it wouldn't be terrible at all. It's pretty clear that you're ready to move on. Uh, You have, uh, there is something to be said for getting used to your university town and getting adjusted to school before it goes into full swing in August or September. Uh, So yeah, it sounds like you're already kind of ready to, you have like one foot out the door already. So um, probably do both of you a favor and go ahead and end it. Um, You do nothing that says you have to stay together because you're going to be in the town for less than a year. Uh, Just you're on different paths. So what do you think? Yeah, I would say let the, the person
0: you're with know what your intentions are, that you're going to move in, July, and that's what you're doing, and just let them know if you want to stay with me until then, that's fine. If not, you know, I respect that too. Uh, the best thing you can do is sort of just lay out your plan and just let them decide. You know, if they decide that they want to maybe not be with you and move on and find someone else at the present time, sure. If they want to, you know, uh, maybe wait until July to you know, leave and find somebody else. That's up to them. I think the best thing you can do is just lay it out and let them decide. Um, You know, it sounds like this person probably would just move on because I mean, you know, I I think, especially for younger people, like your lives are so much in flex that, Mm -hmm. you know, this person's probably thinking like, again, my life's in flex. I'm just going to go with the flow hopefully you would think so i would say just let him know what your sort of path is and where he kind of falls in that and let him decide what he wants to do uh yeah yeah go ahead but i would say in terms of what you're doing i would i would focus on the future you know this guy clearly isn't going to be moving out of the town or city that you're in probably uh you know he's decided he wants to do something that obviously puts him on a different life path than you there's nothing saying that's a bad thing or wrong thing, but you you got to focus on the future. And if your future is going to this university, yeah, you know, that's going to be what, four years of your life, five years of your life, possibly more, you know, you should probably start to get acquainted with that and meet new people there rather than focusing on the people in the town that you're going to slowly and eventually be moving out of. So mm-hmm. I would, I would focus on the future and uh, yeah, as, as for this guy, just lay out your plan and see what he wants to do i think oftentimes when we give people a choice it feels like we're sort of empowering them a little bit to sort of make that decision Mm
1: -hmm. and
0: it's not always the the right option or best decision but you know ultimately you give them the options and they can decide what they want to do so Mm
1: -hmm. right and i didn't see anything in your email julie that says that you're looking at potentially you know staying together throughout college so you know, I, I like Kurt's idea, and also, you, like we've talked about several times, you, you can break up with anybody for any reason. Yeah, that's
0: true. You don't need Especially to
1: be. It's just not a good time to do it.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you know, I, I just think, you know, when it comes to these things, it's it's kind of hard to keep this in mind. But you know, again, your lives are in flux. You're consistently going to be, you know, changing lives and you know doing new things and. It's just kind of a, a part of how life is, and that's not a bad thing. It's just sort of something that we all have to take uh, with, you know. And you're with, a different path. Yeah. And there's yeah. nothing, again, nothing wrong with that, but that's sort of just how life is. Right. So, mm-hmm. But, yeah, the best you can do is just lay out your plan and say, hey, what would you like to do? You know, this is what I'm going to be doing, and I'm not changing this. You know what is what do you want to do in regards to this and go well? What if he says I want to stay together even
1: when you're in college? Then you say that that ain't happening. (laughs) Okay, so there you go. So you're still ending up in the same place, which is yeah, this isn't working out. So maybe cut to the chase and just go. This isn't yeah. We need to break up.
0: Yeah, I mean that's kind of what I would do, but I'd also don't want to assume that what I would do would work for everybody too. So.
1: Because I think giving somebody choice, I, I get that, and I also get the part where the, he's like, "We're just gonna stay together forever, and I'll just commute to your town, and yeah. you know, yeah." No and then you're sure.
0: like, what? No. "So, yeah." So I don't know. It's uh, it's one of those things. Honestly, I could kind of go either way on, um, but yeah, I think the best you could do is just sort of a kind of like throw the ball to him and kind of let him decide. And, uh, you know, see what he wants or to do. just be direct. Yeah. Again, there's no right or wrong way of doing things. So, you know, it, it's...
1: Sometimes breakups are not pretty. No. You know what I mean? Sometimes you're going to break up and it's not going to go well. And that doesn't mean you don't need to break up. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's... They don't always go, like, we're going to be friends. Sometimes they're rough.
0: Yeah. So, and it's, uh, you know, ultimately you're going to kind of move on to bigger and better things as I'm presumably he will too. So mm-hmm. yeah, to keep that in mind too, that, you know, life, life is consistently changing for everybody. So, you know, mm-hmm. he, he may be upset now, understandably so, but guess what, you know, things are going to end up probably working out for him in the long run too. So, okay. okay. Uh, I think that's it. All what right uh you can check out gaslighting the book on amazon you know jeff bezos's
1: empire um and then you can and also stephanie out- com. yeah you can read about gaslighting book on there too Yeah. and everybody vote very important
0: yeah go vote for john horgan Who? Oh, oh you guys mean your election oh i'm sorry i thought you meant but do you actually
1: have do you guys have an election too
0: yeah we have a premier election so really yeah
1: oh wait okay so oh premier okay never mind yeah premier is basically like
0: governor i guess kind of yeah equivalent. so yeah so it you know it's like it's a, but i find it funny because i've been making the joke people are like oh the election i'm like oh yeah you mean the uh, you know our guy like no different one. Oh yeah right so anyway
1: we're, we're just very um you know united States centric here yeah <laughs> so. yeah best country in the world ranked Right? Well, I always like Robin Williams' thing about, you know, Canada's like a nice loft apartment above a meth lab. <laughs> I'm yeah, pretty much.
0: <laughs> That's not far off, really.
1: And if you've never been to Canada, go, because it's beautiful. It is. It's so nice.
0: It, it really is.
1: Lots of green spaces, too. A lot of green space in cities. Yeah. Yeah. I like that.
0: Yeah. There's a lot of that kind of stuff here, mm-hmm. so um yeah so uh definitely i would recommend uh checking out uh talking brains your podcast too
1: yep Yep, yeah we talk about brains (laughs) there you go but but no we've also talked about um you know stress and especially millennials um you know trying to navigate the world now post-covid because things are different than in the what i call the before time uh, we talk about, you know, like if you're a single parent, we talk about co-parenting. We talk about, um, you know, how to get out of a relationship with a narcissist. So, yeah. All like good episodes on there. There you go. Yeah. And you can find those at stephaniesargas.com or anywhere that uh, podcast. actually probably the same platforms this podcast is on. So. There you go. Yeah. Uh,
0: then you can also check out com where we have a ton of different products slash well, I guess podcasts, not really products per se, but you know what I mean. Um, yeah, so definitely uh, check that out. We have movie commentaries, movie reviews. I'm currently watching the Crown. That's great.
1: Is the new season out?
0: Uh, well, I'm able to watch it, but it's not out yet. So I I, t- I can't say too much, but it is very British.
1: Yeah, oh I just got I got Brit Box not too long ago with all the British shows, it's the best.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, I've actually never watched The Crown. It's a show that's just oh, yeah? me, so I wanted to watch season four and I decided to binge all of seasons one through three, and then I started watching four. And uh, I, I it's actually quite a good show. I do enjoy it. It's, it is. It's really it well is. shot, really well acted, mm-hmm. and and you know, it's a dramatization of that of that family but you know it does oftentimes feel like there's a lot of truth to you know what's going on too so
1: well you wonder what the queen thinks if she ever watches it and it's like kind of reviewing your own life but then going oh it's like a you know made up version of my life it must be kind of odd yeah to watch yourself being portrayed by somebody that doesn't know all the stuff that went on
0: well you like i also know too that like part of it is also that like you know they have said that like the, the British royal family does kind of have some issues with it to some degree, and I think
1: somebody in the royal family watches it and likes it too. Yeah, I can't remember who that was, but yeah, that the, the, they said that there's some portrayals were not accurate, which you think, well, that's kind of that probably would happen because we aren't going to know everything about the royal family, especially yeah. like back in the 30s, 40s.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I've been watching, and it's sort of uh, the new seasons about, um diana like how you know, mm-hmm. her sort of introduction to things so it's interesting not quite. Well,
1: and the zen actors look like her and have the same dynamic
0: oh 100 percent. It's her yeah yeah they they did a good job in casting her
1: mm-hmm.
0: so okay well okay with that said we'll see you all next time bye, bye everybody diana.